Discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, former New England Patriot turned Ph.D. I bring a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the National Football League Players Association, and the White House, each week I will prescribe empowering, motivational, and life-changing medicine for your soul. Now, it's time to discover the leader in you. All right, everybody. Hey, you are on with Dr. Jason Carthen for another episode of Discover the Leader in You. I'm excited today. I'm going to share some things with you, and I really think you're going to be blessed by our guest. We are going to be talking about entrepreneurship and really how your story is your strength. You know, sometimes in life, we can struggle with the whys and the what ifs, so much so that it can potentially take us off the path that God has for us. You know, and there's, you know, there's a temptation, you know, to look at the success of others and no longer see clearly the value of your own life story. And it's just important that we remember that our life experiences, our challenges, our victories, and even the pain shape our perspectives and ultimately weave a pattern in our life, you know, and this pattern may take on different directions, but one thing is constant. You have to have the ability to make sure you can change and adapt depending upon what's taking place in your life. And that requires strength of character. And as an entrepreneur, we must constantly remind ourselves that our story is our strength. And on today's show, we have a very special guest who has not only experienced tremendous success in her life, but also the challenges as her story was being written. You know, Olympian Susan Stewart will be joining us today all the way from Canada to share her insights on how your life can have challenges, ups and downs. But at the end of the day, if you stay focused on what your purpose and what your destiny is, you will still have tremendous success. Before I introduce Susan to you, I just want to remind everybody that we want to hear from you. You can call in live to the studio at one 888 281-1110. We definitely want to hear from you. And then also, if you can tweet to us at Jason Carthen, I think that would be great. We'd love to hear from you on there as well. And also want to remind everybody that we have the next I Speak Live session coming up on June 27th on how to lead and manage effectively in any setting, under any circumstances. We'd love to have you come out. I also want to let you know that's uh, via video stream or live in person. So it doesn't matter. You can't make the excuse and say, hey, I can't make it out there. That's okay. We'll stream it to you live, in person. You can see us, and, and I'll make sure you, you feel welcome and at home, okay? Now, let me share just a little bit about Sue. You know, at the end of the day, she is a, I believe, a phenomenal athlete, a ministry leader, and a person with strength of character, you know? Some of the different awards that she has received throughout the years in 1991, she was the University Canadian Inter-University Sport Player of the Year, Hall of Fame athlete. Uh, she uh, received that award from uh, Laurentian University, uh, the Mississauga Sports Hall of Fame Athlete Award, uh, the Volunteer Service Award uh, for Mississauga Sports Council, and just recently, the Malone University Graduate School 2015 Alumnus of the Year Award. Now, also, she just recently published a new book called Unbreakable, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. But, Sue, I just want to welcome you, welcome you to the show. How are you? 
wonderful. Dr. Carson? Good, yes, yes. Can you, can you hear, hear me, me okay? Yes, I hear you. Oh, thank you so much. I am so thrilled and excited for you. Congratulations on your new radio show. Oh, thank you, Sue. <laughs> I'm very happy about um, Cleveland Cavaliers winning, um, going to the finals, NBA finals. I know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited for the city of, of Cleveland. So I am just so overjoyed to, to be on your show. I'm honored to, to come and speak with you. Oh, thank you so much, Sue. I tell you what, when I when I saw and I've been watching your story unfold too, and it's just been it's been a blessing to watch it and just see how you are impacting so many people. So when I said, let me let me see if she's available <laughs> to come on the show. I I want people to hear about her story, and then also I want to unpack a little bit of just the book and understand a little bit more about that. Uh, but before we do that, what are some of the other things? I don't want to shortchange the audience. What are some of the other things that you're doing? Because I know that you're active in the community. You're active in the church. You go all around. You speak. What are some of the things that you're doing right now, too, just for our listeners so they get a better understanding of who you are? I do a little bit coaching on the side. Okay. Um, I also am doing my own stuff in terms of making sure that I am getting myself fit as possible. So I have a personal trainer, and I work twice a week and trying to get myself There's some things that I, I still have to overcome that are challenging that I have to get better at. So I continue to work hard on those things that I'm not so um, I'm challenged at the moment with that I need to do better with. So most of my days consist of me really spending some time on myself in terms of what I need to do to get myself to a point of independency. Excellent. Excellent. So it seems like you are still fighting the good fight then, being intentional with it. Right. Absolutely. Volunteering here and there, get asked to speak at different events, whether at churches, share my story, share my testimony. I do a, I do a lot of volunteering in the city of Mississauga with this sports council. We promote sport and, and, and amateur sport in, in the city of Mississauga. So, and then we have a big... Um, we have a big banquet coming up on Thursday. We'll celebrate sports, um, volunteers, uh, athlete, amateur athletes of the year, uh, high school athletes of the year. So we do a various amount of things. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. So uh, that's amazing, Sue. It, it seems like you are still involved and you are not allowing anything to limit your ability to help others. And also continue to grow yourself. So that's just, I just applaud you for that. I, you are an encouragement to me. Um, as I shared at the, the very beginning of the show, I think many times, you know, we can look at other people or we can even look at uh, some of the success that other people may have. And we can look at our own situation and go, you know, wow, you know, I wish I could do this or I wish I could do that. But in reality, you know, each one of us is weaving our own story, and you are not allowing anything to stop you <laughs> from moving forward and helping others, and, and your story is still being written, and I just I just applaud you for that impact. So just keep it going, Sue. Definitely want to see you do that. So, you know, go ahead. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you, Jason, but I just wanted to let you know that I think because my mind is so focused on glorifying God, so I understand that what, what has happened to me is an opportunity for God to get the glory and I think that it took my mind off myself 
and mm-hmm. put them on on Christ, it yes. makes things a lot more easier. And not that I'm not going to go through the different challenges, but it makes things takes my mind off myself and put my eyes on Christ, and that makes my days move to move forward even better. Excellent. All right. And that's a good reminder for all of us. And just want to remind everybody, if you want to call in, make sure you do that at one 281 1110 or tweet those questions to me at at Jason Carthen for Susan Stewart. Now, Sue, let's let's dig into this a little bit. Now, okay. what inspired you to write a book? I mean, you know, many people and I've talked about it before on the show. Many people say, well, I want to write a book, but I just ah, I'm not going to get around to it. It's not going to happen. What inspired you to write a book and make it happen? Well, through my experience as Jason, Dr. Carthen, is that um I um, was going through, you know, the three different hospitals, Mercy Medical Hospital, then um, Trillium Health Center, then finally um, being admitted at the Toronto Rehab. I met many nurses along the way, and a, a lot of family members were also, um, like, setting, uh, sowing seeds mm-hmm. and saying that I should write a book, what, I, what I've been through. So I was just listening here and there. And then finally, and then I was at home, and I was thinking about it even more. I was actually praying about it, and it really, it took 70 years mm-hmm. to finish it worth writing it, and then 11 months, I just decided to do it. And um, basically, um, Jason, um, Dr. Carson. Jason that, is fine. Don't worry. Jason is fine, Sue. I know. <laughs> That's all I right. Know. But I, I like to give respect where respect is due. Oh, Anyways, thanks, um, 11 months. I decided to go on Facebook. Like you see me out there all the time, but yes. I I always go on it because I have to keep my mind active, and it keeps me away from thinking about my own problems or my challenges. So I went on there, and we had this Canadian Christian Authors Club mm-hmm. was a club, and I decided that I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw it out there. I'm interested in writing a book, and a lady responded, and uh, she encouraged me to move forward with it. So. Her name is Kerri-Anne Donawal. Hey, mm. hey, Donawal. Excellent. And so she helped me with this process, and here we are. Wow. Yeah. That is great. Now, Sue, tell everyone that's listening. I mean, we're going out to close to, what, 187,000 people. So tell them, what is the title of the book? The book's title is Unbreakable. Okay. And the reason why I used that title was that because, uh, you know, for anyone that's reading this book, is that if you've ever gone through difficulty or faced a- any tragedy of any kind, then this book is for you. Mm. And it really talks about my challenges and struggles through the book, but it's also um, grounded in my faith in Jesus Christ. And so I know that you're going to hear my, my, my um, actually it's the autobiography of my 45 years of my life, and it just shows God's grace through it all. Wow. And that is certainly a message that we all need to hear. It's so many things that are just taking place in life right now, and we need to be reminded uh, of just God's grace and his unfailing love for us. Because Amen. sometimes, yes, yes, that's it. Because so many times we can, like I said, get focused on ourselves. And, you know, even myself, selfishly, you know, I just want to do what I want to do. But God's grace is sufficient. <laughs> he wants to... He wants to let us know that, hey, you know what? I got you, no matter what the situation is. And I think just hearing that title, I mean, it, it conjures up so many different thoughts. Um, 
So, Sue, just so our, our listeners, you know, understand, and we're going to have to take a break here in a couple of minutes, uh, but your story, you know, is a very inspiring one. You know, if we think about what happened, uh, what I'd like to do is unpack it a little bit more, you know, when we come back from break. But the reality is that, Sue, you've had some major challenges. Um, if you could if you could sort of paint a picture of what it used to be like when you were, uh, I guess, preparing to, to play, you know, in the Olympics and do all those other things, what was your mindset like then as opposed to now? What was it like back then? Well, my mindset was that, uh, you know, the one thing that I know for me was I was excited to go to the Olympics, and so I did everything in my mindset to, to be the best that I could be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll try and figure out uh, over break here. We'll try and figure out uh, what we can do with that reception, because, Sue, you are sharing some uh, really good stuff. I think that, you know, at the end of the day, our our listeners need to tune into the fact that, you know, there's a way we begin our story. And then there are things that happen to you in life. And it's up to you whether or not you're going to continue to craft that story. And I think God has something to say about it. So, Sue, stay with us. Let's figure out what's going on with the audio. And listeners, hey, we want to hear from you. And we'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Leadership Linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. And I tell you what, hey, I think we have figured out those technical difficulties. Sue, are you back with us? I'm still here. All right, excellent. Well, you sound loud and clear. And you know what? We were talking about just the reality of how important a life story is and how you have to deal with the ebb and flows of life and different things will take place. And Sue, you were sharing there of what your mindset was when you were preparing to play in the Olympics. And before you went out, I heard you say that, you know, you wanted to do whatever it would take to get ready. And then you kind of cut out. (laughs) So, you know, what was that mindset like back then? And then I'm going to transition us a little bit more into what your story is now. So what was it like back then? Well, first of all, Jason, Mm -hmm. I was, I was thrilled. I mean, I reached the goal of my, my, my goal that I've always had was to reach the, the, the pinnacle of my career was to always go to the, the Olympics. And I reached that goal, so I did everything possible I needed to, to do to be the best because competing against the best in the world. So um, we prepared. We prepared against the best. And so I did everything in my in my power that I, that I knew that I needed to do to be the best. Excellent. Excellent. Now, Sue, just so everyone knows, she's being very modest. <laughs> I've seen, <laughs> I've hard, seen, I know. I know, I've seen the pictures, I've seen the action cards. And Sue, I remember you when you were playing ball and, you know, even with our time with FCA and all the other things. I mean, you were like a, just a field general on the court and, you know, your, your hands, your quads. I mean, you were an athlete. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> Yes, 
Jason, I had a lot of confidence, and that's no lie. A lot of people thought about that. I was very confident in my abilities to succeed and do well, and I played with that kind of attitude of confidence that, you know, yes. I know that I can play and I'm going to play well, and that was my mindset because I loved the game of basketball, and I just loved playing it, and so I had that confidence that, yeah, I can play. Yeah, absolutely. And it was, but I, I love the fact that you not only had tremendous success with that, but I had the opportunity to meet Sue when she had, you know, professed a love for Christ. And it was a balance then. It was a balance, a balance of loving the students that you encountered, uh, loving the individuals that you created relationship with. So it was almost like, wow, you know, this young lady is on a trajectory for immediate success. And, Sue, let me ask you, what happened? Let our listeners know what occurred and how your story took a different turn. Okay, I'll do it the, 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 the very quickly. Um, it's not very, but anyways, I was coaching an AEU team in um, in Chagrin area, and they were they were the Swiss Selects. Mm-hmm. And we were at a tournament in Lodi, Ohio, mm-hmm. and uh, it was there that um, my, my 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 journey began. But before that. Jason, mm-hmm. I went to go visit a, a week before. I went to go visit a friend in Cincinnati, Ohio, who discipled me in Jesus Christ. Her name is Shauna Stone, and I went there to see her and to thank her for what she did in my life. And I hadn't seen her for a while, and so I went back there. Mm-hmm. While I was there, Jason, I went to her church, and everything was kind of weird. And I remember going to her church in Cincinnati, Ohio, and they had a guest. Um, Pastor who was preaching for it was during the um, Easter, mm-hmm. and um, he um, preached a good sermon. I can't remember it right now, but it was very good. Mm-hmm. And then he asked that everybody wanted prayer to come see him afterwards. So at that time, I said, "Yeah, I'm you know graduating from, from Malone University. I need prayer, right? right?" So we're near the end. So I went up to him, and he said to me, "You know what? Your life is going to change in two weeks." And yeah, this is what happened. I was like, what? What are you talking about? I said, yeah, I know I'm graduating, but I never took any serious thought to what he said to me. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to the week that I'm now in Lodi, Ohio, with the Swiss Next Girls, mm-hmm. the Phantom Girls team. We were in the tournament, and we, we got there the Friday night, and then we had two games on Saturday. And I remember... The morning of the of the Saturday, we lost that game. It was very heartbreaking, and I had a little team meeting, and I was encouraging you know, the young ladies on how special they are, and um, you know, so we lost. Let's pick it up. We have another game, and we've got to win that game. In between that, Jason, I decided to go have a shower now because we had some downtime. Mm-hmm. So while I was in the shower, that's when the accident occurred. I hit my head, but I didn't think nothing of it. At that time, it was a very sharp pain. Mm. I remember going to lay down because I wasn't feeling so well. And um, I went down. I must add my alarms, you know, what time to pick me up for the bus and what time we're leaving. I had all those things set aside. I was packed and ready to go. But I went to go lay down after I hit my head in the shower. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember faintly hearing someone banging on my door. And it was one of the parents. It was, it was Mr. Presley, one of the girl's father's. Mm-hmm. Waking me up, and he's saying, "See, where are you? We're all on the bus waiting for you." And I was so embarrassed, Jason, because I never like to be late for anything. 
so I hurry up, I gather up my stuff, and I, I reach up to the bus, and everyone's on the bus. I'm embarrassed, you know, the coach. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we, I'm feeling really groggy, though, by this time, eh? Yeah. So as we get to the gym now, we have a little post uh, pre-game meeting. And while we're in that meeting, now I'm feeling really sick, eh, during this time. I start to vomit profusely. And I'm mm. wondering, why am I vomiting? You know, I couldn't, it's uncontrollable. I couldn't stop it. Right. And it was freaking everybody out. And I had no idea what was going on. Anyway, they cleaned that up. And I ended up coaching the game because I didn't really think, I didn't know what was going on. But long story short, Jaden, I had a concussion and didn't know anything about it. And the symptoms were taking effect. Oh. I'm not bumping the shower. Okay. Hitting my head in the shower. Anyway, so now they're begging. So now we lose the game. And we decided that we're going home. We're going home now. We're heading back to Chagrin. And uh, they decided to stop for a post-game meal. And I remember we had to eat at the restaurant. Even then, the girls wanted some desserts. So we ended up going to this, this dessert shop. I can't remember the name of the store. And um, then the morning started again. And no one knew what was going on because I never told anybody that I hit my head oh. previously. So nobody okay. knew what was going on. But only I knew what was going on. So I, I'm, not, I'm, feeling really, I'm, I'm embarrassed, right? You know, this never happens to me. Anyways, um, they clean me up and they put me in the back of the box. The, the bus with a bucket in case the vomit started again. Mm-hmm. So they drive me all the way back to um, um, Chagrin, Chagrin, where my, my church was in the, the um, Parkside Church parking lot. That's where we left our cars. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Mrs. Um, Rosenbuehler and, and Mrs. Preston begged me to, you know, I should stay. I was like, no, I have to get back to, to Canton because... Uh, I have some assignments to do, and I, no, I can't stay. So I decided to stay for the service, the evening service on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I was there. We got back early, so I decided I'm going to go to the um, the outlets near um, near near the church at Parkside. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's one store that I love to go into, which is the off north, off whatever off. It's an expensive store. <laughs> off Saks, Fifth Avenue? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> off Saks. Uh-huh. Whatever, whatever. So I'm looking around, Jason, and I start to feel that feeling again. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I cannot vomit in this place. I can afford nothing in here. Get me out of here. <laughs> so I managed to get out of that store, and I go into my car, and I decide to sit down in my car. I'm like, what is going on? I'm feeling so awful. And I ended up sleeping until the time it was to go to the evening service at Parkside. Oh, wow. Well, I, so I don't know how I drove back there, but I drove back there. But when I get to the service bell, I can't stand up. I can't do anything. And I, I went to the service. You know, he went to the motions. And I was there, but was not partaking in the prayer and worship. And so service ends, Jason, and I decided to drive back to um, Canton. Yeah, at this time. Mm. And I I really don't know. It's only God's grace and His mercy that brought me back to Canton. I remember going to Canton and just barely coming out of the car, left my luggage and stuff in the car, and I went straight to my bed. And at that time, my mother called me, and she was wondering how my weekend went. And uh, basically, I told her, you know, it went well, you know, but I can't talk to you now. I'm not feeling well. 
and she kept on following me and prodding me. And I wasn't eating and nothing is going on. And my roommates were knowing that, you know, there's something going on with Sue, but they didn't know, right? Mm. And the week prior, um, Stephanie, who I had lived with, and um, and Jordan in the house, we had asked for, like, neighbor, like contacts or any type of emergency. So they had, our, so Stephanie had my emergency contacts, and we talked about it a week before. It was so strange. Anyways, Make a, make a long story short. Now I'm in Canton. I'm in bed, and my mother keeps calling, and I'm like, Mom, I can't get up. I can't do anything. Right? Oh, my and so goodness. I was like, you know, I have to get up. And I felt there to go to the bathroom, and I was like, but I couldn't get up. Jason, I just, I just couldn't get up. So let's... I want to hear... We got we got to take a quick break, but I want you to finish your story when we come back yeah, from I'm break. Because this is... Yeah, this is pretty powerful. Hey, everybody, stay tuned. We are really, you know, digging into this deep. Hold on one second. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. This is Dr. Jason Carthen, and we are talking to Susan Stewart, and we're dealing with the idea of entrepreneurship and how your story is really your strength. Uh, Sue has come out with a new book called Unbreakable, and she's just detailing, you know, just really what took place in her life. And Sue, before we went to break, you were sharing how you were really experiencing all these things on your own, and then mom called. <laughs> so let's pick it up right there. Continue to tell us what occurred. No problem. Really, what happened was the next thing, I must have not enough strength to go into the bathroom where I was living. Mm-hmm. I looked in the mirror, and uh, I was like, I couldn't understand what was going on because I've never been this sick before. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I looked up in the bathroom, after I used it, I looked in, looked in the mirror, I fell backward, I took down the, 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 the shower curtains. Mm. And hit my head on the on the soap dish, and that's when my roommate heard the commotion and called the ambulance. Oh my goodness! Yes. When you so, when you hit your head on the uh, soap dish, did what what happened? I mean, were you rendered unconscious, or what what took place? I, I was I was a little uneasy. I couldn't stand up. My roommate said I could not stand up. Mm-hmm. I was on the floor. I couldn't stand up. I just I just fell back when I lost balance. Okay. Fell backwards, took down the shower drape, and hit my head on the um, soap dish. And that's when I, my roommate called the ambulance, and then I was rushed to the uh, Mercy Medical Hospital. And um, they asked me a few questions, and I did some of them. And my mother verified some of them because by that time they were notified late. She and Ms. Stella, they drove five hours to come and see me, and um, they were saying that... Um, Yes, this is correct. And basically what happened, Jason, was that there was bleeding on my brainstem. Mm. And it was very, uh, a lot of bleeding, and the bleeding was not stopping. And uh, the, my parents were, were with, had a choice, um, you know, you know, with, you know, I, I think what they were saying that, you know, to, to operate, I could die, or uh, they left it, I could die, right, mm-hmm. on its own end. Right. I believe the community of faith began to pray for me. Yes. And the bleeding stopped, and I was brought back home. But before that, Dr. Carson, they read me my rights. And I remember 
the the hospital chaplain sharing with me from from um you know from Second Timothy talking about Timothy's faith in Christ and I remember and I was saying to myself I don't I do not want to die like this. Yes. I have another conversation with God even though the the chaplain was in my ear and I was like what is going on here? Right. Well, this is my end of my life because this happened when I was thirty five mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. And now I'm 45. And so, you know, my life has changed dramatically. Like, it was just, I'm learning how to do everything all over again that I took for granted before. I'm learning how, I'm learning how to, like, walk upstairs. Um, I'm learning how to talk. I'm learning how to, you know, up and down, how to change um, transition. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. everything. My balance is lost. My vision is, is obscure. Um, my, my feet, I can't run. I mean, it's just totally opposite from what it was before. Right. And Sue, let me, I want to press the pause button and don't, don't lose your thought there, but I want to tell everybody, like I said, I had the privilege of seeing Sue when she was, like I said, doing all these amazing things and just smooth on the basketball court, just, you know, her size, her hands is everything. She was just an athlete. I mean, and if you ever do a, a Google search on her, you'll see other people's uh, testimonials of just how good, you know, she was whenever she stepped on the court. And, and Sue, I'm not blowing smoke. I'm just trying to let other people understand that, yeah, you know, yeah. where you were, what I saw, and and just the reality that your story was still being written. And I love what you just shared. You said you, you were 35 at the time. Yeah. And when they were trying to read you your your last rights, you're like, whoa, whoa. I, I, <laughs> I've never been a quitter. I've never been somebody that walks off the court, you know, without giving my all. And you're yeah. saying I don't have a say in this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. So, I, sis, I can't even imagine what that felt like. But for our listeners, you know, just to understand and and give them a great picture, it's it's just like, wow, you go from just having all this tremendous success and really you hear people saying, you you know, you're you're the captain of this ship and you're doing all these things, you know, when God says, no, I want to get your attention, you know, and, you know, now what? Now what do we do? So, Sue, how would you give, what message would you give to not only your readers of Unbreakable, because I want everybody to go out and buy this book. I know I'm going to buy some copies. Yeah. And my reality is what what type of story or message do you want to give to your readers and also to our listening audience who may be going through some stuff and they don't understand what it's like to be on a deathbed and then keep pressing on and get up from there? What What messaging do you want to share? Well, first of all, Jason, this book is really dedicated for God's glory. I mean, obviously he decided to use my story, me. I I look at this like a a film. Mm. You know, you look for your actors or actresses. He decided to use my life. Yes. And I remember reading, and Grandlaw sent me a book, Why? And it really, really helped me calm my nerves about what was going on in terms of this was happening. It has nothing to do with me. It has all to do with God's glory, and He's getting the glory from this, obviously. Because I, I tell you, Jason, it was very hard for me to go to a gym and not even be able to lift a plate of weights yes. or you know ten pounds. Mm-hmm. I got, I couldn't do it. I couldn't even open a water bottle. Wow. I couldn't even walk and chew gum. 
I couldn't even go up the stairs without holding on for dear life. Mm. I could not even go on the treadmill and walk, walk 2.0, 1.5 was, was my fastest. Mm. You know? wow. So, you know, it was, for me, what I tell people, trust in God. Wow. I mean, I know it's, it's, I know it, it's something that people hear and it's like, oh, I don't know about that. But I know that my faith, I'm grounded, and I know if my faith in God and Christ Jesus was tested, and because I, you know, I'm reading and studying, and I know that that has helped me tremendously, along with prayer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Along with prayer. And um, I just thank God. And one thing that I, I never take your life for granted. That's right. Yeah, and you know, that's life, the, I think that's the, absolutely. And that's the thing that I really want our listeners to think about because, you know, Sue, until something happens, it's almost like we're on autopilot. We're going through life and, and we're thinking, you know, I'm healthy, I'm strong, right. I can just continue to move forward and, and things are good, you know. And until you get a scare or until something uh, happens, like what happened with you, it's almost like you're not jolted awake. It's no. like, you know, you have to come off of that autopilot. And I tell people, my bride and I talk about this all the time. It's like you can't live your life on autopilot. You should seek out moments of depth. You should seek out opportunities to be fully alive so you can right. really experience it and then share that gift with other people. Because, you know, when you get into that autopilot zone, it's dangerous, and your story just tells us that hey, you live every day on purpose. Live it on purpose. On purpose, yeah. Yep, absolutely. Well, Sue, let me ask you this: um, If people, before we take another break here, if people yeah. want to get in touch with uh, Susan Stewart, where do they need to go? Do you have a website? Or are you on social media? How how oh, can people get oh in contact? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm, my 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 email my Gmail address is. Stuart Susan nine zero five at gmail.com. Okay. I'm also on Facebook as Susan L Stewart. I'm also on, on Twitter as I am Susan Stewart. Nice. I'm also on Instagram F L Stewart seven. Okay. Excellent. And, and, and also on LinkedIn. Okay. Absolutely. Well, hey everybody, you you just heard that, and I want you to reach out to Sue. Uh, and and the reality is that her story is still being written. I mean, there's so many things she's coaching, uh, she's sharing her story, and they're speaking opportunities. And and I encourage you to really reach out to her, connect with her, and get out there and buy that book. Sue, if they want to buy the book, where do they go to get Uh, the book? They go to to Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble has it. Okay, excellent, excellent. All right, so we know that we'll be uh, purchasing our copies then, and maybe even if we can give them away uh, to some other people after we've purchased them and – and just continue to, you know, share the story as much as possible. So, Sue, before we get ready to go to break, I, I want you to take maybe a, a a minute here and answer this. Considering, you know, that many of your readers are from the athletic world, you know, yeah. why would it be important to incorporate your faith into your book? You have about a minute before we transition. Okay, quickly. You know, my my last time was Matthew six thirty three, seek ye first the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. and putting Him first. And I believe that our strength comes from nowhere else but from God. And whatever we do, we have to do, we have to do it for, for Him. And I believe that He's the one that has given us and given us every everything He has to do is because of Him. 
and he needs to be glorified through whatever he's gifted us. He should use that to give him glory. Amen. Amen, sis. That is that is powerful. You know, one of the things, and and I'm a, I'm gonna step on some toes here, but Sue, I want to get your perspective as we transition here. Yeah. You know, we think about the finals, and we think about LeBron James, and we think yeah. about I'm not gonna name the other guy because I'm going for the Cavs, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but we think about some of these stellar athletes. You know, I want to hear from you when we come back from break. You know okay. why? Faith would be important to them because they have everything at the end of the day. So when we get ready to come back from break, Sue's going to answer that question. We also have a question coming in from one of our listeners, too. So we're going to tackle that. Everybody, hey, stay tuned with us. We are talking to Susan Stewart, and she is living a life of purpose and destiny. Stay tuned, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. We have been talking to Susan Stewart, and we've been talking about how your story is your strength. Uh, She is the author of Unbreakable. And just to let you know, her story is simply amazing. And I just want everyone to go out and get her book. I I think that you will be better for it. Uh, I know that we're going to purchase our copies. And Sue, get ready for that. Uh, Yep. Then also want to let you know uh, as well, I just got a note, and it's from a mom, and she's saying, wow, Uh, she went through a similar story, and she just can't believe, one, some of the similarities, but then also just trying to understand how you've been consistent after the fact and making the most of every opportunity. Before we answer the question we had before break, what what would you offer to that mom? I mean, what... How how have you been so consistent since then? I believe that I believe that it's my constant um, being, you know, in church, being around the spirit, the, the, the church community, um, attending Bible studies, prayer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been I've been keeping myself involved in like the the, the uh, what the, you know, doing my own devotional prayer time. You know, my own time with God. I think really and truly, you need to. You need to develop and and, and 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 grow your relationship with Jesus Christ, and that's what has sustained me and the prayer of many people. Yes. I, I know that that's what has sustained me through it all. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, Sue, obviously uh, you, are, you have already been in demand, and that's probably going to continue. Let me ask you this. I mean, so if you're available to speak, are you able to uh, be booked at this point, or how would someone— Get in contact with you to get get you on the calendar in that way. Yeah, they can they can definitely call me. My contact number is four one six six seven one eight one three three. You can all you can always email me. Like I said, with susan nine zero five at gmail dot com. I am available for anyone that happy to come and speak and to share um, sort of like my, my life lessons that I've learned through all of this. It's been there's been many. I mean, my patients has been tried and tested. I mean, what has happened to me is not a two-week um, sprained angle. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's been longer than that, but I've been keeping myself busy and my mind occupied. I mean, my family support 
I must take time to also acknowledge that, that my family has been great. My mother and my father, yes. my sister and my niece and my nephew, they've been so, and my other, my other cousins and family have been tremendous in the, their support of me. And um, I love them dearly. They, I mean, the love that I've received from all has been wonderful. I mean, I can't leave them out because they've been very supportive to me and my family. And, um, and, and Sue, so, let, let me ask you this. I, I need to ask you, how is your mom doing? How is your dad doing? I had the opportunity to meet them and, your mom is just so sweet. <laughs> She's just a great lady. And, you know, your dad is a strong, silent type. He doesn't say much. I remember that. No, but. no, no. no. <laughs> My mother does all the talking. She's the, the more dominant one, but she is uh, telling my. I, t- I speak about her in my book. I mean, she's been so gracious and loving and caring and yes. so supportive that I love her dear to pieces. And she continues to do that. After that, my father has been the one that comes around and looks out there all of us and make sure our needs are taken care of. I mean, right now, he is our driver. Awesome. He he he, does, he lifts up my shoes for me. Like he's they're they're both wonderful. I mean, they're my independence. I, I hang out with them so much now than I did before. So mm. I mean, I'm spending a lot of time with them. Praise God. Which I never did before. So it's been a blessing in that way. We're we're closer as a family. So I I. I just love that. Amen. Well, please tell them I said hi, and maybe at some point I'll get a chance to see them. Uh, that would be yeah. great. Yeah, I would appreciate that. So, Thanks. hey, so, Sue, you know, before we went to break, you know, I asked you, I said, hey, you you stepped out there, and we talk about faith, and <clears throat> one of the things that I wanted to know, and I'm sure our listeners want to know, you know, why would it be important to a guy like LeBron James or any other guy that's experiencing tremendous success, uh, why would it be important for them to understand just the importance of faith and why you've incorporated it into the book? Well, first of all, you know, we own nothing. (laughs) They come into the world, we we own nothing. Jesus Christ owns everything. Mm. And it's, just, it's, it's a tremendous blessing to to actually be able to play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know, all those superstars that are there, we have to understand. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is Acts 17 and 20. It became real to me because it says, we, we, it, like, we live and move, mm-hmm. you know, and have our being in Christ. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that became real to me. And we never are to take that for granted. Oh my that, goodness. you know, whatever we can do at the highest level, we have to give God all the glory and the, and the credit for it. Because it's not us, it's Him. Amen. Really. And I think that when we are humble, we humble ourselves in the sight of God and understand that, you know what? We, we, well, we have what we have because of Him, nothing else. And that can be taken away in a second. I mean, you know my car that I drove, and yes. I sell that. <laughs> I have it no more. I don't. I take the bus. Oh, okay. And yep. stuff. So that that was taken away so quickly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yep. we're never to lose sight of, you know, we, the reason for what we have is because of God, and that's the only reason. We must give Him the respect, and we must serve Him. That's right. That's <laughs> Can't right. Can't say any more than that. We must serve Him and serve others. Amen. We're here for a purpose and a reason. 
That's right. And, Sue, you know, that I've is, asked to give God the glory and the honor. Sue, that is so powerful. Actually, this morning at church, our pastor talked about that and, and just, just the reality <laughs> of it all. Yeah. And and I think that you are embodying that right now, just with your efforts now, your humility, all of that. You know, yeah. so I, I think hopefully someone will get that messaging. Uh, being a former NFL player, you know, I remember those things. I remember the the tug of the world in that way, and you know, even through your story and understanding that it all needs to be placed in the proper perspective. Exactly. That part is huge. Well, Sue, we only have a few minutes left. One of the things that I want to ask you now, how do you how do you figure out how you're going to achieve some of your short term and long term goals? I mean, what what are you going to do? I, I don't know what some of those things may be, but what are some of the steps you're going to take to achieve some of those goals that you have for your life? Well, my long term goal is I definitely want to do my doctorate. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I definitely <laughs> want to do that. Uh, I mean, I had a little sideline, but that's okay. But I am going to c- complete that. I'm not sure what um, fields I'm going to be in and where I'm going to where, where I'm going to go. I'm, uh, right now, I'm doing the investigation of that because, I, like I said, I'm 45, and you know, 50 is going to creep up, creep up very soon. So I got to get going. Well, let me, before you go forward, let me put a quick plug in for Regent University. (laughs) Regent is absolutely amazing, and they're flexible, and they'll work with you, and we would love to have you, and I would be the first one to call you Dr. Stewart. We'd make it happen. (laughs) Okay, that's the one. But, I mean, I have to do some some investigation now on that. Okay. The other one is, like I said earlier, I'm trying to get myself back into shape, okay. and I've I've been I've got someone working with me with a personal trainer to work out some of my challenges. Whether it with my because I want to be able to run by the end of this year, mm. so we're working on that. And right now I have a, a little trot going, but I'm not there yet. Okay, and I definitely want to work on my balance. So I'm I'm doing a lot of well, talk about those goals, the short term stuff. Yes, the, the short term goals is. You know, I like I said, I want to get back driving on my own, my independence. So I'm working on these little things, that personal trainer and and physical phys, physiotherapy. Yes. Little things, little, little little things to get me to go to the driving and going to school. Mm. But I really want to get. I want to be more mobile and more independent on, on those things. So. Excellent. That's Sue. what I'm working on. Just the little things. All right. Well, those little things add up. You know. Yeah, right. Sue, as we get ready to transition here, you know, for our listeners and for those that are, you know, just they are encouraged, I'm sure, by your story today. You know, what would be the capstone? What what would be that that ex, that learning item that you would take away from this experience that you've had? Just very quickly, we're getting to transition. Oh, quickly. I mean, for me, I'm just learning patience is one one of the ones the capstone that you know. Perseverance and patience. Perseverance and patience. And patience and moving forward, not standing still. And having an attitude in the mind of Christ is the the number one thing that I would share with you. All right. Excellent. Well, hey, everybody. We have been talking to Susan Stewart. She is the author of Unbreakable. Go out there and get that. You have been listening to Discover the Leader in You. This is Dr. Jason Carthen, and we have been really just digging into the idea of how your story is your strength. Make sure you live every 
day on purpose. We have learned that today, if nothing else. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to Discover the Leader in You with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. We want to hear from you. Connect with us now. Visit our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthen. Let's keep the conversation going. And if you want to listen to the podcast, go to jasoncarthenradio.com. Be sure to join us every Sunday at 2 p.m. on AM 1420, The Answer, to discover the leader in you.